All right, guys, thanks for tuning into episode number four on the podcast. Uh, this is all NBA news for today. Um, over the past couple of days, it's been pretty hectic. You have the biggest signings like LeBron. Uh, we'll go into some other things, but let's start out with LeBron. Everybody knows he went to the Lakers. Um, Vegas had him going to the Lakers at minus 500. So I wasn't really surprised. I was surprised how quick the decision happened after he had the meeting with the Sixers. So that leads me to believe it didn't go too well. He wasn't feeling it in Philly. Um, I, I'm fine with that. As a Sixers fan, I, I said it before. I think he would have hurt Ben Simmons' development a little bit. Um, I mean, LeBron's the greatest player in the world. So if he came to the Sixers, I would have been happy. But uh, in the back of my head, I'm, I was just thinking, you know, we, we have a good thing going here. It's interesting that he went to the Lakers in regards to the roster. I think that's a life, lifestyle decision that he decided to go with instead of basketball. Obviously, basketball is going to play a part in it, but I think the main thing was family and after basketball. Um, you know, LeBron has a lot of business ventures. He's a very smart man. A lot of things to do out in California. Look at Kevin Durant investing in tech companies, a uh, bunch of different investments out there. Um, so the second he signed there, obviously that's going to gather a lot of attention by other free agents. Uh, Rajon Rondo went out there, which I do like that. Very underestimated, very undervalued. Um, I think LeBron and him are going to work pretty well together. Some other signings around the league. Um, n nothing super big. I mean, I think DeMarcus Cousins kind of threw everybody off when he went to the Warriors. Uh, a lot of people, including myself, not a fan of it. I, I do like that he did a one-year. I believe it's $5.6 million. Could be, I could be mistaken, but I'm almost positive it's a one-year $5.6 million contract. Uh, it's a, it's a prove-it contract, so you, you got to you know tip your hat to him on that. Um, but that starting five out in Golden State, that's – ridiculous you have Kevin Durant Steph Curry Draymond Green Clay Thompson and now DeMarcus Cousins I, I don't think I don't think anybody's betting against Golden State to make the finals again and most likely win it really I mean the East is weak I don't think LeBron's making it back to the finals um, for a while I don't see anybody disrupting Golden State anytime soon um, the Lakers have a lot to do in regards to their roster, which they're making a lot of moves right now. But I don't, I don't think they're anywhere near competing with Golden State. Um, so as of right now, it is going to be the first time since 2014 that the that LeBron and Steph don't face off in the finals. So we. We, a lot of people were saying, hey, you know, this is getting boring seeing them in every year, but it's history. At the end of the day, that's what it is. So they had a really good run together, playing each other. Obviously, Steph had the upper hand with the wins, but it's going to be it's gonna be an interesting season. Um, Jimmy Butler, apparently once out of Minnesota. Uh, there's a, a couple quotes from different reporters saying that he doesn't like playing with the young players out there. And one specific said that he did not enjoy playing with Carl Anthony Towns. So I, I think Jimmy Butler is at the point in his career where he wants to win. And he just doesn't want to make playoff appearances. So apparently he wants to play with Kyrie Irving. 
I don't I don't mind that. I, I wouldn't say – so if Boston does get Jimmy Butler, I don't think they're on the, the same level or the same topic as Golden State. I think Boston's a very well-kept team. I think Danny Ainge is a genius with a lot of things that he does. The only thing is, what are you going to trade for Jimmy Butler? I can't imagine. Well, it's not that I can't imagine. It's just not going to happen. Jimmy Butler wants to play with Kyrie Irving, so Kyrie Irving's off the table. They're not putting up Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's supposedly untouchable in Boston, which rightfully so. Had a tremendous playoff season. I mean, does Minnesota want to package with Al Horford and Jalen Brown? Because if I'm Minnesota, I don't I don't want that. Jalen Brown is a, is a good player, but you'd have to spice that trade offer up tremendously. I'm not taking a flyer on Al Horford. Nothing against him. It's just for Jimmy Butler. I'm I'm not even I'm not even looking at that off the table. So I mean, if it happens, it's interesting. Um, I wouldn't mind looking at a Sixers trade for Jimmy Butler. There's been a couple reports out there that the Sixers could pull it off. So right now the Sixers are in topics of Kawhi Leonard trades and now Jimmy Butler trades. Uh, The Sixers have the draft capital to do so. They have young players to do so. I really wouldn't be surprised if a Robert Covington, Markel Fultz, Maybe a maybe throwing like a Jerry Bayless. I, I I don't think very highly of Jerry Bayless as a player. Nothing against him. My own personal opinions. So you get three players plus a first round. The, let's say the 2021 first round draft pick that we just got off of Miami. You ship that out there to Minnesota. Possibly. Not really sure how the caps are going to work. Haven't really looked into it that much. I don't see it really happening. Uh, um, if anything, I, I think the Kawhi Leonard trade is going to happen before the Jimmy Butler trade. Uh, but no, the, the Sixers have a lot to offer. Um, I just found out that we just got Wilson Chandler from the Nuggets. Um, now, there were different reports. So the, the one report I was seeing was stating that that 2021 Miami first-round draft pick went to Denver and later on I'm seeing that the Sixers somehow kept it. So if we kept it, that's great. Um, other news, Kawhi Leonard still hasn't moved. No progress with that. Apparently it's becoming more detailed that he has no desire to play for San Antonio at all. Not even for, I mean, his contract has one more year on it. Why not go play in San Antonio? And then after the season, you know, build your case for getting a a bigger deal. It's going to be a max offer, 100%. But having one year left on the deal and then going to pick wherever you want to play at, because if he goes out next year in free agency, he's going to have a line of teams at his door just throwing out offers. You want to go play for the Lakers? Lakers will offer you the money. Um, I think the other thing is with Kawhi Leonard, I think the Lakers, now that DeMarcus Cousins went to the Warriors, I think the Lakers have to push on obtaining Kawhi Leonard. Because Golden State, this dynasty that they've created, it doesn't look like it's going to be slowing down anytime soon. So Rajon Rondo, 
You have LeBron now. You throw in Kawhi Leonard. You're competing. I'm not saying you're going to win a championship, but you're competing. I mean, it's so early in free agency that so many different things can change. I mean, Magic Johnson surprised everybody. I mean, me personally surprised that he came out right out of the gate swinging, got LeBron, started signing all these free agents. And he, he quoted himself saying, if I don't get superstars here, he was going to step down. So ballsy move, but he, he did what he was going to say. Um, Aaron Gordon re-signed with Orlando. I would have liked to see him switch teams. I feel like he has a very high ceiling. And I think me, I think he's a freak. Freak athlete. I, I think he he would have been better suited on a different team. Um, Marco Bellinelli, not a big name, but he did sign with the Spurs. Um, I mean, the biggest news is surrounding number one, LeBron James, number two, DeMarcus Cousins, and the rest follows. Michael Carter-Williams went to Houston. I don't think that's a, a big signing at all. MCW did win Rookie of the Year back in the day, but since he's left Philly... He's been on multiple teams. He hasn't really done much at all. Uh, he, he's he's going to be a role player in Houston. Chris Paul re-signed. That was a no-brainer. Everybody saw that coming. Paul George re-signed with OKC, which you can check back on the podcast, but I also said that that was going to happen. Everybody, everybody was assuming he was going to go to Lakers. And I think the Lakers gave Paul George too much time. Because for the longest time there, he wanted to play for the Lakers. I want to go to the Lakers in free agency. Lakers saying they, they wanted to acquire him or looking at deals to acquire him. They just waited too long. Just like anything else, you wait too long, majority of the time, it's going to not be available. It's just how life works. Um, so, no, it's nice seeing a superstar like Paul George stay with a team like OKC. OKC, when they obtained him, Last year, they were very straightforward with him um, from the, the stories, you know, uh, news outlets and stuff like that. Apparently, everybody, the entire, pretty much the entire uh, Thunder franchise went out to California uh, at a UCLA gym to go meet with Paul George. Um, so, you know, that type of travel where the Lakers in, this, in the same state, UCLA, didn't, didn't, approach him at all I, I find that crazy um i mean there's just a lot a lot of news but at the end of the day the biggest thing the biggest takeaways here is golden state got stronger the lakers got better and the rest of the nba is just kind of coasting along in a sense i mean can't wait to see the odds for the warriors to win another chip next year um it just takes it takes a lot of the competitiveness out of professional sports seeing a lineup like what Golden State has now. And you can't I can't be mad at Golden State. Golden State did everything by the books. DeMarcus Cousins took a pay cut to go play with them. What the NBA is not going to jump in and say, "Hey, no, you can't do that." Vice versa. Different situation. But along the same lines, back when 
Chris Paul was supposed to be traded to the Lakers. And the NBA vetoed the trade. So I, I see both sides of the spectrum here. I don't like what the Warriors are doing, but you can't fault them. At the end of the day, they want to win. I mean, that's what it is. It's sports. Um, the Lakers want to win. So I'm expecting to see a lot more moves from the Lakers. I'm not necessarily saying big names. I don't think Kawhi's going there. I think if he does leave San Antonio to a team that's not the Lakers, there's a really strong chance he'll re-sign with that team. I, I just don't think the Lakers have enough to give San Antonio to complete that trade where he's on the roster this season. Now, if some way, somehow, he stays on San, San Antonio and then free agency comes up, I think that's a lock for him to the, go to the Lakers. But I, I think the Sixers could use him. I know the, the, the Celtics are talking about acquiring him. Still, at the end of the day, I think the Sixers have the most to give for a lot of these trades. I think if Boston would give up a little bit more, they could have a majority of the superstars that they want. I mean, you name it. Boston has a lot of depth. They're very young, very talented. And the East is weak right now. So if if you're Boston, you have to jump on this opportunity. LeBron's out of the East. Right now, the, the biggest teams, the big three in the East right now, you're looking at Toronto, Boston, and Philly. And I'm not saying Philly because I'm, I'm a Philly fan. I'm, say, I'm saying based off of everything that's been going on, those are the big three teams right now. There's, one of them will come out of the East next year. I mean, the West is stacked. It's not good for basketball at all. It's, kind of, it, it, it's a shame, but it's sports. It happens. Um, I like Houston. I, all the good teams are out in the West right now. All the, all the, the really good teams. You have the transcending teams. Philly, Boston, Toronto. Toronto could be going through a rebuild. You drop coach of the year in Dwayne Casey, and now what? You're, you're going to have the same players, but you're just going to throw in a new coach and expect to get past that, that little hump that you've been dealing with? I wouldn't be surprised if Toronto starts making moves and starts moving players. Because you, I know Kyle Lowry and um, – DeMar DeRozan, they're friends and everything, but depending on their competitiveness, what is going to be bigger to them? Number one, knowing that you're going to be in Toronto and Toronto is not going to win anything while you're playing or get moved and have the chance to compete for a championship. A legitimate chance of going to the finals, if not winning the finals. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, we're still super early in free agency. A lot of moves already, but we'll see how everything works out. If you like the episode, please subscribe and uh, tune in for episode number five coming up here shortly. Thanks.